Greetings, brothers and sisters in Christ, and welcome to the Innocence Redeemed podcast. I'm your host, Ray Bergman, and today we're going to do something a little bit different. I mentioned in the last podcast that I had been being told to rest and, um, you know, just get a little bit of R&R, and I was going to take some time to reflect on what was needed, and I did exactly that, and I've been crying out a lot, asking the Lord what he wants me to lead everybody in. It would seem that after healing that this... uh thing I had is coming back or trying to. So, you know, I'm getting tired. I I know some of this is probably an attack. And what we're going to do today is decree the Lord's promises. And uh, I have a promise book here. So that's what I'm going to do. And specifically, I want to talk today about worry, fear, and courage. Before I continue with this podcast, it's important to mention that you want to be living for the Lord, always be living for him, doing your best to confess any sin if you commit a sin, because if you're not walking with him and you are continually living contrary to his word, then the words don't do always what they're supposed to do. You want to be living for him and putting on your best armor. We're going to use his word as a weapon. And so you want to make sure that your side of the street is clean before doing these. But even if you're not 100% there yet, you can still put these into practice. And I've told you all to get a promise book. And the reason I'm doing this is because I realize not everyone's able. Or you might be wondering, well, how do I decree the promises? And how do I speak them to a situation? And so that's what we're going to do today. Now, I want you to remember these two following verses as they are tantamount in believing what you speak when you speak the promises. Isaiah 55, 11. So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. So to whatever situation you speak to, God's word shall prosper. It shall prosper. Note the word says it shall prosper. That means it will produce results. Your only part is to believe what it says and continue to speak it with whatever situation you find yourself in. Psalm 1830. As for my God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord is tried. He is a buckler to all those that trust in him. Another translation of this verse. God's way is perfect. All the Lord's promises prove true. He is a shield for all who look to him for protection. Did you catch that? All the Lord's promises prove true. That's the key part of Psalm verse 1830. So remember that. He is a shield for all who look to him for protection. So, you know, there's a lot of news coming out now. It just came out the other day, as we've covered before, persecutions on the rise. Um, You know, they're getting ready to throw down the gauntlet on Christians. They're already starting to go around and ban things. I posted a blog showing you all how um, I'm having difficulty getting into YouTube. And then others who are on YouTube, their stuff's being removed. And I had to create a new video site as a result. You know, so we can see that we're all under attack in one way or another. And a lot of people may be sitting out there either afraid or they're worried. Um... You know, to say you have faith and to put the word into practice are two other things and to believe on the word. And that's what we're going to need to continue to do 
in the storm that's upon us. So let's start with worry. 1 Peter 5.7, casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. So, you know, when you have something that you're concerned with, always bring it to the Lord. You're being allowed to cast your care upon him. He cares for us. John 14.1, let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me, believe him. Believe him, believe his promises. He's not going to leave you. He's not going to forsake you. And no matter where you are, what you're going through. Philippians 4, verses 6 through 7. Be careful for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Have you ever noticed that when you constantly worry about something, you're not at peace. But when you pray, when you give your concerns, when you give your cares, when you give your worries to the Lord, when you cast all your cares upon him, for he careth about, about you, the, the worries start to melt away. That's what that word means. It's a promise about casting your care unto him. Moving on, Colossians 3.15. And let the peace of God rule in your hearts to the which also ye are called in one body, and ye be thankful. Combat worry with praising, with thanking the Lord for what he is doing. And, you know, it's hard. Like, when I was sick, for example, the biggest thing I had a hard time doing when I wasn't feeling well was praising and giving thanks. If you can't sometimes do that, put praise music on, put worship music on, just put... Put, put, make a playlist with like, um, you know, contemporary Christian and praise and worship music and just play it. Play it through your earbuds. And if Satan's attacking you, put it on a big stereo and blast it. Before I did this, and you know, I was getting fought all along trying to get this podcast done. I had told a few people to pray for me. I'm like, I'm having a struggle getting something out right now. And I realized what it was. Because of where we are, because of all these satanic influences that a listener told me that she's like, I think that it has something to do. They're like trying to cast or decree all these demonic spells over Christians right now. And it's witchcraft. It's a form of witchcraft. And I'm like, you're probably right. And I'm like, and if I don't get anything, I'm going to do the promises. So be thankful in all situations because Glinda told me, she's like, the, the one thing that Satan hates or it confuses him per se is when we praise even in the midst of the storm, like, what? I sent this, and I sent that attack, and I sent that attack. And they're still praising God. They're supposed to get mad at God. You see, you don't want to be tempted to get mad at God. In other words, let the peace of God rule in your hearts to the which also ye are called in one body, and ye be thankful. Powers in numbers, powers in strength. It's one of the reasons why I've told you guys we should not be hanging separate and be in disagreement. We're called as one body not a divided body which will not stand. Moving on. Still in the worried promises. Isaiah 26.3 Thou will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee, because he trusteth in thee. Do you trust the Lord's promises? Do you trust him no matter what you're going through? Is your mind fixed on Jesus Christ? Or are you fixed on the things that are in the world that are worrying you? 
We know war is coming. We know persecution is coming. We know that famines are coming. We know disease is coming. I talk about it all the time. But how do we combat that? Keep praying. Keep praying and keep talking to the Lord. Keep your mind fixed on him, no matter what you're going through. Keep your heart set on him. He comes first over everything else and anyone else, no matter what you're worrying about. Psalm 4.8, I will both lay me down in peace and sleep, for thou, Lord, only makest me dwell in safety. You could just take that and turn it around and say, Lord, I am at peace, and when I sleep, I know, Lord, that you make me lay down in safety. He's always watching over you. Philippians 4.19, But my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. A lot of people losing their jobs. A lot of people in lack. There's many out there who, you know, they're not sure how they're going to make it. But you quote to a situation. This is what I'm saying. You quote the promise to a situation. Lord, I'm not going to worry about this. It's taken care of. For you shall supply all my needs according to your riches and glory. That's how you decree it in that situation. Romans 8, 6. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Let's say that again. What does that speak to you? For to be carnally minded is death. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Are you worried more about your flesh and what's going to happen with all of that? Did the Lord not say, therefore take no thought, saying, what shall we eat? What shall we drink? Or wherewithal shall we be clothed? For your heavenly Father knoweth that ye have the need for all these things. You know, it's key. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. You also got to watch against the greed. You don't want to be found wanting. The Lord is your shepherd. You shall not want. You're not in lack. You don't, if you believe that you're not in lack, if you believe that he already has it taken care of, then your mind is already set on him. You know, you're not carnally minded. You're spiritually minded. Because you believe his promise, you believe his truth, and you decree his truth against that situation. I'm going to get more into provision and lack in another podcast, but today I just wanted to mention that as a side point, because it can come up in worry. When thou liest down, thou shalt not be afraid, yea, thou shalt lie down, and thy sleep shall be sweet. That's why it's important to try to do your best to pray always before you go to bed. Even if you don't do a formal prayer, if you just talk to the Lord, you know, think on him. Think on him. You lay me down in green pastures, you lead me beside peaceful streams. Hebrews 4, 3, and 9. For which we have believed, do enter into rest, as he said, as I have sworn in my wrath. If they shall enter into my rest, although the works were finished from the foundation of the world, there remaineth therefore a rest to the people of God. Psalm 119, verse 165. Great peace have they which love thy law, and nothing shall offend them. Great peace have they which love thy law, and nothing shall offend them. You shall be worried for nothing. You have faith the law is good. You have faith the Lord is watching you, 
He is watching over everything. He already knows what you need, what you're going through, even before you call on him. Psalm 91, verses 1 through 2. Many love to do Psalm 91, and Psalm 91 is a good one that calms worry. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God. In Him I will trust. Let me say that one more time. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God. In Him will I trust. You know, many times when I'm wound up, when I'm concerned about something, I will say, well, Lord, I'm not going to worry about this as I dwell in the secret place of the Most High and I abide under the shadow of the Almighty. The Lord is my refuge. He is my fortress. He is my God. In him will I trust. That's a way you could decree it right there. That's a way you could quote it back. John 14, 27. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth. Give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. I can't tell you how many times I've been concerned or wound up about something, and the Lord will say, do not be dismayed. Do not be dismayed, my son. I will take care of it. I will take care of it. Do not be dismayed. His peace is above all. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth. Give I unto you. The world will never be able to match his peace. And this is important to know going forward, especially when war arrives, because we know that that's knocking at the doorstep. Now that we've covered worry, let's move on to the verses about fear. And I've done a podcast specifically um, on fear before. It was called Fear Thou Not. But it's appropriate for the promises as it stands today, because there's also a lot of people in fear. It's not just worry, it's fear. So anxiety and fear, those are two ways the enemy loves to attack us. That's probably why I got fought so hard trying to get this up, because the enemy does not want me to get this out to you guys. And I just turned around and rebuked him. I said, if you don't let me get that podcast done, I'm going to put on music on repeat about the blood of Jesus. I can start re- uh, quoting verses from Revelation about what's going to happen to you if you don't leave me alone. I'm not kidding, guys, when I told you the last three weeks have been, it just been one thing after another. But as far as fear is concerned, 2 Timothy 1, verse 7, For God hath not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. For God has not given me a spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of a sound mind. Can you walk in his word? Do you walk in love? Do you love others as Jesus has loved you? Are you living for him? Remember, perfect love casts out fear. Jesus said so himself. Another reason I tell you guys all the time, indifference, it needs to go. We can't keep playing this game. You cannot say that you're a follower of Jesus, but you're walking contrary. That's what I was meaning at the beginning. Romans 8.15, For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but ye have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. Did you hear that? That's what I was just saying. The fear is of the enemy. For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but ye have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. We belong to the living God. You know, there's nothing wrong. You need to know what's going on. You can't put your head in the sand and say, well, I don't want to deal with this right now because I'm too scared. No, you have to know what time it is. You have to understand. And you have to understand 
you already belong to the Lord. If you've accepted him, if you're living for him, you have nothing to fear because no matter what happens, nothing can separate his love from us. That's the whole premise of faith, guys. Oh, it's right after here. For, for here, here we go. First John 4, 18. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casteth out fear because fear hath torment. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. So there's a lot of people out there who say they love, but they're in fear because they don't have perfect love. Some people say they love and their actions are contrary. I've seen it myself. I've been backstabbed many times by supposed Christians walking in the faith. So I can tell you, that's what I said at the beginning. If you are not living for the Lord, if you're not walking in his ways, of course, you're not going to be able to stand on the promises. You need to first repent and get that right and study what he, what he wants you to do. First John 4, 18, let's read it again. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casteth out fear because fear hath torment. So if you don't have love to replace fear and the flesh, well, you're not going to be in perfect peace. You're not going to have because you don't have the love in your heart. You know, you're living by the flesh. You're living by what's carnal. And that is not of the Lord. You have to live for him and he will replace your fear and anxiety. And if you're living for him, you do have that perfect love, not just saying it and then not doing it. I know many people who say they love and they're actually in pride and unforgiveness, which I've gone over that now many times. You know, what you say and what you do are two totally separate things. And it's not fooling anybody who knows better. And so if you're struggling with that, work on getting that right first. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. You know, in other words, you fear because you know in your heart that you're not doing right and you're convicted. You know, you want to be knowing you're right when you go before him, when you pray. You know, you don't want to be doubting where you stand with the Lord when things begin to go down. So, you know, you want to get your wrongs right so that you can be confident in him. Moving forward, Psalm 91.1, and I just quoted this a few moments ago. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Psalm 91.4.7, he shall cover thee with his feathers and under his wings shalt thou trust. His trust shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by the night, nor the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence. It's a big one that we're, I think everybody's worried about. Nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side and 10,000 at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. How can we decree that? The Lord shall cover me with his feathers and under his wings, I will trust him. His trust shall be my shield and buckler. He is my protection, in other words. I will not be afraid of the terror by the night, nor of the arrow that flieth by day. In other words, I will not be afraid of any destruction or war that comes I will not be afraid of the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand may fall at my side. Another ten thousand may fall at my right hand, but it will not come near me. So when you see these things break out, decree that. 
I've said before, it was a few years ago, I did a podcast, I think with Glenda Lomax, I did one where we talked about how you can change the word around and make it so you can decree it for yourself and your situation. You can do that. You're still standing on God's promises. You're not adulterating the word. You're actually standing in it and you're praying it to him. Psalm 91, 10 through 11. There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come near thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. So let's decree it. No evil shall come upon me. No plague will come near my home. The Lord shall give his angels charge over me to keep me in all my ways. Moving forward, Proverbs 3, 25 through 26. Be not afraid of sudden fear, neither of the desolation of the wicked when it cometh. For the Lord shall be thy confidence and shall keep thy foot from being taken. Be not afraid of sudden fear, neither the desolation of the wicked when it cometh. For the Lord shall be thy confidence and keep thy foot from being taken. You will not be moved. The righteous shall not be moved. Isaiah 54, 14. In righteousness shall thou be established. Thou shalt be far from oppression, for thou shalt not fear, and from terror, for it shall not come near thee. So how could we, you know, decree that? I am in righteousness with the Lord. My righteousness in the Lord is established. I have a firm footing. I will be far from oppression. I will not fear. Terror will not come near me. Remember, word as your weapon. Psalm 56.11, In God have I put my trust. I will not be afraid what man can do unto me. Put your trust in God, fear only him. Do not fear man or what man can or will do. Yes, there's evil people running around, but you should only fear God. Your faith only should be in him. In God have I put my trust. I will not be afraid of what man can do to me. That's another way to say it. Psalm 31, 24. Be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart. All ye that hope in the Lord. Do y'all remember how I did a podcast and the Lord said, if people will stand on what little faith they have, he'll give them more. Be of good courage. Stand in the faith. The Lord shall strengthen my heart as I hope in him. So a way to decree this, I am of good courage. The Lord shall strengthen my heart as my hope is only in him. Moving forward, John 14, 27. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. The world and what comes is not going to give you peace. You know, you've heard many around say before, you know, get into your prayer closet, get down with the Lord. That means pull near to him. He pulls near to you when you're near to him. Pray his word. Seek him with your whole heart. And if you realize you're doing something wrong, turn away. Stay your focus on him. Because when you do, your heart is not troubled, and neither will it be afraid. The more of him you have. The more of him you have, you're going to find it much easier to put the sin down or turn away from it. Because you are surrendering that sin in favor of the Lord's presence, and he will meet you where you are and help you overcome that struggle. Psalm 27, verses 1 and 3. The Lord is my light and my salvation. 
whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Though an host shall encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war should rise against me, in this will I be confident. Hebrews 13.6 So that we may boldly say, The Lord is my helper, and I will not fear what man shall do unto me. So essentially the way you could decree Hebrews 13.6, you could just say, The Lord is my helper. I will not fear what man will do to me. Always remember to be merciful, by the way, to others. This is another reason I talk about this so much, guys. I want you to be prepared in what comes. The Lord is merciful to those who show mercy, but he is shrewd to those who show themselves as shrewd. You're not getting out of here on a rapture. I'm sorry to burst your bubble. If you think that, you've been misled. You know, he gathers us before the end of all things. It's in his word, he who endures until the end, whenever that is. The Lord said that we are not greater than he, and he said they would throw us out of the synagogues. That means true believers, and they're already doing that. They're making it, quote-unquote, more accepting, more inclusive, and I don't have to go into detail about what that means. And they're creating laws for those who will not waver on the true word of God. You need to have your decrees down. And yes, it requires work. The reality is we're going to be here. You know, believing otherwise, that's how the enemy infiltrates to make Christians, the overall average Christian, passive, that they don't have to do anything. And that is a myth. That is a lie. Let's put it into perspective. Even if it were true, do you think that the Lord wants a dirty, stinky bride? He's going to have a refined bride. Everyone is going to go through the refining. Don't think that it's just God's servants going through the refining. It is going to be all of us, all of the true believers. And I tell you this so that you don't risk falling away when it happens. All right, moving on. Last but not least in today's podcast, courage. Psalm 2714, wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. You know, I need to do a podcast about waiting. And I am planning on it. The reason I can't do it right now is because I'm still waiting, guys. I've been waiting on him so uh, for a lot of things. Um, he's greatly stretching my faith right now. So that's why I'm coming to you. Because I'm, if it's happening to me, I know it's happening to other people out there. And if uh, there's just a lot, and there's a lot of things coming. So I'm like, this is timely. All this needed to be done. But be of good courage. He shall strengthen your heart. Anytime you're waiting for a long, 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 long time, even when like things are uncertain, like, oh my gosh, this is coming down and that's coming down. He's, he's strengthening your faith. He's strengthening thine heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Psalm 30, verse 5. For his anger endureth but a moment. In his favor is life. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. I have experienced that so many times. I've had days before where I'm weeping. I weep if I can't get a podcast done, guys. I, I'm like, I got to get something out, Lord. They're waiting. And, but you know what? It's amazing how quickly the Lord comes through. It's amazing how quickly he is able to make it happen. Like, I've just been sitting there, and suddenly, like, it'll come to me. It's why you got to keep praying to him. It's why you got to just wait on him. Wait on him. And if he's, because he'll tell me, he's like, you're going to have it. 
you're going to have it. I'm like, okay, I'm going to believe for it. It's about trusting him. And you're going to need to trust him going forward. You can't go to church once a week and say, I believe, I believe, I believe. And then if you're not in the word and you're busy in the world or you're sinning or you're playing in the world all the time and you know, you're not thinking on him, then he's not as close to you. And that's what we want to counteract, especially now, because you're going to need it going forward, guys. Isaiah 43, 2. When thou passest through the waters, I will be with thee. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow with thee. When thou walkest through the fire, thou shalt not be burned, neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. So you could decree it like this. When I pass through the deep waters, the Lord will be with me. He is always near to me. The rivers shall not overtake me. When I walk through the fire, I shall not be burned. Neither shall the flame kindle upon me. Remember the podcast I did where I talked about I talked about being near to the Lord and I was referring to Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and how they were put into the fiery furnace. It was their faith because they said, okay, well, the Lord's will be done. I'm just going to trust him. There's nothing I can do, so I'm going to trust him. And they throw him in the furnace and they didn't, not even a hair was singed on their body. 1 Peter 4, verses 12 through 13. Beloved, think it not strange concerning the fiery trial, which is to try you, as though some strange thing happened unto you, but rejoice inasmuch as ye are partakers in Christ's suffering, that when his glory shall be revealed, ye may be glad also with exceeding joy. Do you remember earlier when I was talking about how when you're going through something, how you praise and the enemy gets confused? That's what I'm talking about. Keep praising him. Sing worship songs in your heart to him. It makes it much, much easier to contend with. And there are a lot of people going through trials right now. There's a lot of people who do not know what's going on in their lives. I'm still being refined, guys. I mean, even though I'm teaching you, my faith is being refined and it's being increased because we're going to need that endurance going forward, guys. At times, I've even gotten upset. Remember when I talked about weeping? But in the morning, the joy comes. Well, part of it is because of the refining. Because he's greatly stretching your faith. He's trying us. He's trying us that in the most intense pressure of that pressure cooker that we're going to continue to serve him and not turn away and go back to the world and then deny him later on. Because in what comes, guys, it's going to get so intense. It's going to get so intense that this is why it's important to know and understand ahead of time all these promises. Because when you're undergoing the trial, you're going to want to know how to decree against because the enemy always tries to sneak in and put doubt in your mind. He will always try to instill doubt. And that's another promise I'm going to get into at some point. I need to highlight that actually so I don't forget. I'm not going to do that today, but I am going to do a follow-up on it. Romans 8, verses 38 and 39. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. I was just saying that a little bit ago. So you decree it. I'm persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature will ever separate me from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, my Lord. 
So speak it out no matter what you're going through. He always loves you. Isaiah 41 verse 10. Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee. Yea, I will help thee. Yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. He will not permit the godly to slip. That's what I was saying earlier. There's been times he's told me, son, be not dismayed. Be not dismayed. You're going to get through this. I'm leading you through. Deuteronomy 33:27. The eternal God is thy refuge, and underneath are the everlasting arms, and he shall thrust out the enemy from before thee, and shall say, destroy them. Psalm 118, verse 17, I shall not die, but live, and declare the works of the Lord. I shall not die, but live, and declare the works of the Lord. If you are in sin, sin is death. You will not die if you're not in sin. You will live eternally, and you'll live until your time here on earth is done. You will be continually proclaiming his glory and his promises. Philippians 4.13, this is one that I decree all the time. I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. Now, it might be easier to say, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. It's a simple one. Just like you, uh, you could say, no weapon shall prosper against me. And every tongue that rises against me, I shall show to be in the wrong. Psalm 31, verse 24. Be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart all ye that hope in the Lord. Be of good courage. You could say it like this. I am of good courage. The Lord will strengthen my heart as my hope is in him. Isaiah 40, verse 31. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. Philippians 4, 6. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And that speaks for itself. Give thanks. Let the Lord know what you need. Philippians 4.8 Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, and if there be any praise, think on these things. You know, that's part of perfect love casts out fear. Think on what is good. And I know that that's hard to do in these days we live in, but there is a way to do it. I can, I've done it, guys. It can be done. Think on what is good. Think on what you can do for others. Think on how you can treat your brother and better. Think on what pleases the Lord. You know, that's another thing. Think on what pleases the Lord. Think about his commands. Think about his decrees and what he has told us to do. Think of how he has told us to live our lives. Those things are lovely and pure. Isaiah 51, verse 11. Therefore, the redeemed of the Lord shall return and come with singing unto Zion, and everlasting joy shall be upon their head. They shall obtain gladness and joy, and sorrow and mourning shall flee away. Sing for joy that he has redeemed you by his blood. And the everlasting joy shall be upon your head. That's the joy that comes in knowing Jesus. 
you will obtain gladness and joy, and sorrow and mourning shall flee away. That's why you want to focus on what's good and do what's good. Be a doer of the word, not a hearer only. Ladies and gentlemen, that's all I have for you today. Let me know if you appreciate this format of this series, because I'd like to do more of these if um, you're up for it, because I know that there's many out there who are not sure how to understand the promises or what they mean or how to decree them. And um, this is just kind of a test pilot, but I feel that those were three that uh, needed to be set up front. Thank you for listening. May Jesus bless you all. Stay safe and stay vigilant out there, everyone.